Welcome to HRM with your boy J.R. Strong and Commander in the building. None other than Commander Rocky Robinson, founder of DSVAC, Bedford Stuyvesant Volunteer Ambulance Corps, straight out of Brooklyn, man. That's my uh, co-host of our radio show that we will definitely be bringing you here on the Keys 107 Network, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Every time that we can. Now, this Wednesday, we're going to be riding around, riding around in the patrol car on the ambulances, you know, and uh, going through the neighborhood and uh, letting you know what's happening, man, in the hood. That's right. That's where we from. You dig? So right about now, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, give you a little music. Then we're going to come back, and I'm going to introduce the commander to you. And, uh, yo, we're going to make it happen right here on HRM. <laughs> Here on the Keys 107 Network <laughs> on Block Talk Radio. Don't forget, check us out on the Keys 107 Network.com. That's where you find us. Also, don't forget, check out BSVAC.org. 
That's the Bedford Stuyvesant Volunteer Ambulance Corps website. You want to find out more about the volleys? Yeah, just go up on the website. Go up on YouTube. We all over YouTube, man. You know what I'm saying? You can find out what's going on with us. And come join us. Come learn how to save lives, okay? We'll be right back after these few commercials. Then I'm going to come back with my co-host, Commander Rocky Robinson. The first are a family of clouds up in the sky Keeping the earth clean so you will be alright They'll teach you your ABCs and your red goes and greens Fluffs are here to help The Fluffs Presents the Alphabet is available on Amazon.com and on Kindle. So get your copy today. For more information, go to www.thefluffamily.com. Rafika Consultants and Services Technology Trainers. Do you need help making your computer or smartphone work for you? Whether it's managing your email, navigating Windows 8, working with MS Office, creating videos for YouTube, or any other technology need, our friendly and expert trainers are ready to help you get it right. We also provide public relations and web design project management. For more information, contact us at www.rafikacs.com or on Facebook at Rafika Consultants and Services. AKA Save a Life Rescue Squad. We save lives in the community and we go to any community that needs to learn how to save lives. We're not bound by territory or borders. We go wherever people need the help. Save a Life Rescue Squad, 718-453-4617. That's 718-453-4617. Oh, man, here we go. One of my favorite artists, he goes by the name of Mel Holder, bringing you I Want to Thank You, Heavenly Father, right here on the Keys 107 Network on Block Talk Radio.
Network. That one is called, I want to thank you, Heavenly Father. Right here, man, I got the one and only Mr. James Rocky Robinson, also known as Commander. What's up, Commander? What's going on, my boy? Man, Commander, I'm feeling great. I got you in the house. For all you people don't know, this is the founder of the Bedford Stuyvesant Volunteer Ambulance Corps in Brooklyn, well known all over the world. Okay, the people's EMS. Am I right, Commander? That's right. What do we do? We save, save lives. lives. Yes, sir. Who are we? Family. Family. Yes, sir. Well, who are we? Family. The people's, the people's EMS, baby. The That's who? The who? <laughs> the people's EMS. That's right. And we out here saving lives, man. Commander Rocky Robinson, I'm so happy to have you here. And I'm even happier that we're joined together to do this radio show here on the Keys 107 Network, okay? It's called HRM, that's my show, but we about to change it to CRM, okay? <laughs> okay, that's the commander's show. It's, a, it's the commander and the captain in the house. Yeah, baby. Okay? John Rocky. And don't forget, we about to have some, we about to have some guests, guests on today. You know, so I got a very special guest today, you know, that we're gonna be talking to soon, Commander. But Commander, just give the people out here a little bit of, um, information on who and what you've been doing for over 28 years in this community. Well, you know, like, I'm a retired captain from FDNY EMS. And what I used to see, whenever we used to respond in the Jewish community, uh, they usually had the patients already to the hospital. Hmm. However, when we responded in our own community, uh, people was dying because it took an hour for an ambulance to come. Better to get, better not get shot or stabbed or something like that because half of the people in the EMS at that time was even afraid to come into your neighborhood. Wow. So I'm saying, hey, man, if uh, that's the way to do it in the Jewish community, why can't I do it in my community? Right. So what I did, I decided that I'll try to get some of the guys on my midnight shift. I was a lieutenant and a captain over there. Uh -huh. First a lieutenant and a captain. Right. And I told one of the guys, I said, listen, man, I'm going to start an EMS in the hood. He mm. looked at me like I had two heads, man. Man, you ain't going to get no damn volunteers in the hood. You mean for free? I said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, listen, man, there's one race and that's a human race, and we are all human, man. And I'm seeing my sons, my daughters, my my relatives, man, laying out the street, dying, watching the blood come out of their bodies. And people, if it's 4 o'clock, they're on the way to their home out in Long Island some damn way. Mm. They ain't going to respond to your child struck anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I had one guy decide he was going to go with me. He was a Puerto Rican guy named Joe Perez. And he says, Commander, which was Rocky at that time, mm -hmm. if you want to do it, I'm with you. I asked everybody else, they said, man, I ain't going to get fired, man. No, <laughs> they were scared, huh? So anyway, it was 1988. Mm. The hike of the crack epidemic, every other call, That's was right. drug-related, man. Right. So uh, we started then. We didn't even have an ambulance. Uh. We were actually running on calls. And tennis shoes, man. Wow. But guess what? What? We was beating everybody else there. And when the city ambulance came, they would have a live person mm -hmm. instead of a DOA. Wow. So that's how we really started. And my first bunch of 
uh, volunteers because nobody else would join me mm-hmm. was reformed alcoholics, mm-hmm. reformed drug addicts, mm-hmm. prostitutes. We were like the crazy seven or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you know, but guess what? What? Everybody was laughing at us except the patient who was saving his life. That's the right. The patient that we were giving oxygen. The That's patient right. that we were stopping the police. And the family realizes, hey, those guys saved my son's life. Wow. This is how we started, man, you know, without an ambulance. But give God the glory. Uh, 28 years now, we still alive. Yeah. A lot of the guys that started with me uh, 30, 28, 29 years ago, some are now nurses, doctors, paramedics, mm-hmm. police officers, you name it. Mm-hmm. And some of them I couldn't help. But the ones that I help, if you can help one person right. in your life, your place on earth is secure, your place on heaven. Amen to that, Commander. Now, Commander, I know you lived a very interesting life. Just give us a little background of, of, of your life and where you came from before well, you actually, actually got to the man, uh, My supposed uh, be father was an Indian, Native American. Mm. And my mother... African American, and they hooked up, but I came out dark, <laughs> and that's no good on the Indian reservation. Oh, <laughs> really? So the bottom line is, uh, me and my sister both was dark, and uh, my other three uh, family sisters and brothers, they were very light skinned, mm-hmm. you know, high yellow. And so we were ostracized. So next thing I know, I'm on my way to New York City, me and my sister, uh, with my mother. And I remember on the way, uh, we couldn't use the regular bathroom. We had to go in the colored only. And uh, But by the time I got to Brooklyn, New York, at the tender age of seven years old, uh, we got on welfare. And uh, I had to actually be the one to put the pork in the beans, man. Mm. They used to hide the TV and all that. And so I was the man of the house. My mother just was very religious, but we were poor as uh, Job's cat. And uh, the only way I knew how to get uh, some money was to stick up people, mm. whatever, mm-hmm. rob them, you know. Mm-hmm. And my mother seen what was happening to me. You know, I was out thugs, you know, I remember they talked about uh, being tolerant of gay people. Mm-hmm. I remember when we used to see gay people walking down the avenue, we tie them up to the fence and burn them up. What? And then guess what happened with me? What? Two of my kids turned out to be gay. So, wow. <laughs> well, you I don't know if that's karma. <laughs> well, you sure can't uh, tie why? them up. But uh, the bottom line is my mother told me And I'm not one to go against my mother. And when I got to the military, uh, because of my hard life and everything like that, I excelled. So right. they uh, uh, asked me if I wanted to be a military police officer. How old were you then? I became a military police officer uh, doing uh, when President Kennedy got assassinated. Right. I walked the eternal flame. And at night, because they wouldn't put black people there. In the daytime. <laughs> so I'm there at night 
But guess who came at night? Jacqueline. Uh, and she used to have John Jr. in her arm and Caroline wow. holding her coat. Wow. So uh, that was my history in the military. And once I saw that I could beat somebody, you know, and then I come back to the hood and I see the disparity. And so this really, uh, really energized me on top of one day. I was working in the garment center and I came home and uh, I saw this big crowd out in front of our house mm -hmm. and somebody ran up to me and they said, man, your niece was struck by a car. Mm. And uh, I ran over to her and I got on my knees, man. And uh, she was looking at me, she was dying, man. Wow. And uh, I'm hollering, somebody call an ambulance, somebody call an ambulance. And uh, seemed like it was a long time before they came, but when they did come, it was a shame because they didn't even know how to turn on the oxygen. Mm. They, they was an attendant and a motor vehicle operator. They were not trained mm. to save nobody's life. The only thing they did was throw her in the back of the ambulance, you know, and I went with her and uh, rushed us to the hospital and she died in my arm and I'm saying like, hell no, wow. hell no, this ain't gonna happen no more, man. This ain't gonna happen no more, not in my hood, man. Right. And that gave me the determination, man, where, you know, along with all the other things, I've been watching Hardola, you know, and I'm saying like, man, I got, I got, I gotta do something about this. And it was very, very hard to Wow. God bless you, man, because, I mean, as you can see with what's going on today, and I guess it's been going on for a long time, a lot of us, especially a lot of us black folks, are dying out here very, 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 very rapidly. Every other call, man. You know? you know, even this week, man, we had five shooters in the hood. Hmm. Five. You know, I lay up at night, man. I keep my radio on, man. And uh, that's how come I lost, you know, I got 19 kids, man. Mm. Two of my wives died, uh, you know. Uh, but uh, the bottom line is a lot of my uh, ladies uh, used to leave me, man, because they got tired of hearing that goddamn radio all night long. And I would get up out of my bed. If I hear that there's a child struck, I, I got this obsession, man. You know, I will go, I will run out there, I will maintain the brain. Mm. So, you know, and that's the main thing, whether you got an ambulance or not. Do right. you know what to do to keep that person from dying? And right. a lot of us, you know, we think you gotta be a rocket scientist. That's far from the truth, man. Mm. Oh, and they don't want you to know that. Yeah. All you know, need to know is your ABCs, just like a kindergarten. Airway, breathing, and circulation. Airway, and as breathing, long and everybody circulation. got four minutes of oxygen in their body. Mm -hmm. If you know what to do to circulate that person and get them to the hospital, 50% of the person that they pronounce DOA would not be dead. Wow. That is so true. That's why it's so important, people out here. Everybody, not just one or two people or certain people, everybody should learn CPR. 
okay? Basic skills on saving lives. You never know when it's gonna come in handy. Not just for you, for anybody. It doesn't matter what color you are, where you're from, if you're handicapped, if you got all your limbs, it doesn't matter, okay? You can help save a life, man. And that's what I, I'm so proud and happy to, to know you, Commander. Well, I'm just tell you like this here. About uh, two months ago, I was doing a CPR demonstration, me and my daughter and my son, at a church out in Flatbush. The drummer stood up, grabbed his chest, and fell dead. The whole congregation started screaming and hollering. I said, prayers up. Prayers up. And I told my daughter, go over there. And she ran over there. She opened up the airway. My son, Raquel, as a matter of fact, started compressing on the chest. It took the fire department, EMS, 10 minutes to get there. Who are you going to save in 10 minutes? It's not going to happen. So because we had started the CPR, that's what you call a witness right. arrest. Since mm. we were there and was able to start pumping on him, and my daughter uh, put oxygen with a bag mask that we had because mm. we were doing the demonstration, right. he was able to be saved. So by the time the department, department got there with their AED, automatic exterm, uh, external defibrillator. When they shocked him, he didn't have a pulse, he just had us. However, by us maintaining the brain, right. when they were able to shock him, hmm. the first time he didn't come back. Right. Then we started the CPR again for another three minutes. Mm -hmm. Then they shocked him again. And guess what happened? came back. The huh? pulse came back. To God be the glory. But bigger than that, if you go up on my Facebook page, mm -hmm. you will see. Right. Me talking to him. In the there was no brain damage. Amen. Wow. See what I'm talking about? And all it takes is a little bit of experience, people. Once you know what to do, you can definitely save lives, man. Commander, I want to thank you because um, you, you taught me a lot in the short time that I've been around. I'm a first responder now. I know how to save a life. I, That's right. I'm not just, right. I'm not I'm just passing by the <laughs> Yes, sir. I'm not just passing by the accident no more going, oh, my God, look what happened. Now I'm jumping out going, what happened? You need help? And I'm going there, excuse me, sir, are you okay? That's right. Are you all right? Are you okay? Are you okay? ABC. ABC. That's right. That's right. Now, what we're about to do right here, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back right here on the Keys 107 Network on Block Talk Radio with your hosts, the commander and the captain. And we got a very special guest, like I said, this brother. Well, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to just let you, you know, let you find out for yourself when he comes on. But we're going to uh, play a little commercial, probably play one song or two, and we'll be right back. You're tuned into HRM with the commander and the captain on the Keys 107 Network. Up in the sky, keeping the earth clean so you will be alright. They'll teach you your ABCs and your red nose and greens. Fluffs are here to help you learn to read. The Fluffs, the Fluffs presents the alphabet, is available on Amazon.com and on Kindle. So get your copy today. For more information, go to 
www.thefluffamily.com. Rafika Consultants and Services Technology Trainers. Do you need help making your computer or smartphone work for you? Whether it's managing your email, navigating Windows 8, working with MS Office, creating videos for YouTube, or any other technology need, our friendly and expert trainers are ready to help you get it right. We also provide public relations and web design project management. For more information, contact us at www.rafikacs.com or on Facebook at Rafika Consultants and Services. We save lives in the community, and we go to any community that needs to learn how to save lives. We're not bound by territory or borders. We go wherever people need the help. Save a Life Rescue Squad, 718-453-4617. That's 718-453-4617. Welcome back on the Keys 107 Network with your host, JR and the Commander. Yes, what I'm about to do right now, I'm about to uh, debut, if you want to call it a song, you can call it a song, but actually what it is, it's a, it's a, a manual, or if you want to call it instructions, all right? This is called the Heimlich Maneuver, okay, by Commander Rocky Robinson, James Rocky Robinson, okay, and the music was done by yours truly, Captain J.R. John Wilson Strong. Okay, y'all know my DJ name is J.R. Strong, okay? But when I'm at the BSVAC, it's Captain Wilson. Don't get it twisted, okay? All right, so check this out. This is called the Heimlich Maneuver, and what it's teaching you, again, is how to save a life. Am I right, Commander? Very, very simple. That's right. So check this out. Listen to the words, because they can help you save a life. We're about to do the Heimlich Maneuver song with Commander Rocky Robinson. Here we go. If you see somebody joking, first what you say, I'm not joking. Put your hand around the waist and make the food come out their face. Up and in, in and out, make the food come out their mouth. You have a yeah, you heard right here, that's called the Heimlich Maneuver, for all you people that don't know. So next time you see somebody choking, you heard what the commander said. Hey, commander, tell them one more time, okay? Because I don't think they really understood what you were saying. If you see somebody choking, first for sure, they are not joking. Uh-huh. Put your hand around why make the food come out of the Up again, in and out. What? Make the food come out the mouth. He said, make the food come out the mouth. Make the food come out their mouth. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that's what it's all about, people. Saving lives. That's what we be doing right here, BSVAC. If you don't know what it stands for, Bedford Stops and Volunteer Ambulance Corps. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Save a life. Seven one eight four five three four six one seven. Yeah. It will be going to heaven too fast. Ah, you got the message. 
the commanders in the building. Right here with the one and only, I'm the captain. You understand? He's the commander. <laughs> yeah, 107, the keys, the network, right here. We about to bring it to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is only the beginning. We're starting very, very, very easy. But believe me, it's about to get intense. You know what goes down in bed style and all around the world. What we do, save lives. Yeah. All over the world. All over the world. And I just asked you, who are we? Family. Family. What are we? The, the people of EMS. What do we do? Save lives. Where? All, All over, over the world. world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look around, we might be in your hometown. Uh, uh, yeah, we're about to save somebody's life, man. Come on, let's go. It's all good. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the Heimlich Maneuver right here, brought to you by the one and only Commander Rocky Robinson of the BSVAC. That's his first hit right there, right, Commander? Yeah, but let me just tell you that the other day I was so disturbed when it broke in the news that a 12-year-old child died unnecessarily in school because she choked to death. And nobody on the staff, nobody in the school knew how to do the Heimlich Maneuver. Wow. So I think that every staff from schools to uh, churches, every churches, grocery stores, it don't even matter. Any place, you need to know what to do. Yes. In case somebody's joking to death, oh, for yeah. God's sake. Oh, yeah. You know, they spend money on everything. Except saving lives. That's the truth. And that is a shame. They give me all kind of awards mm-hmm. from the Congress, the Assembly. Mm-hmm. Every award, you can, even the President of the United States is to salute me. Right. Go on my website. You will see it. Oh, yeah. But guess how much they gave me? Money-wise? Ungots, <laughs> which is zero. Zero. You understand? Mm-hmm. The You know, one person got me money. It's somebody that I don't follow very good, but I, I do now. Uh, John Hannity. Wow. He was able to generate $185,000 wow. for the Avalanche Corps. That's beautiful. But all the other so-called politicians, and people they all that. gave me awards. No, no money. money. <laughs> and I just want to save lives. That's it. You know, That's somebody it. saved my life. That's it. That's it. That's why we are here, man. I keep telling you people, you got to support, man, bsvac.org, okay? That's our website. Go up on there, and, and we have a spot where we're taking donations, okay? We want you to help us help you. You get it? You're not giving us money so we can have a great time and all of that. You're, you're giving us money and support so that we can support you. I giving the kids an alternative to the streets, exactly. man. Exactly, and it's not just about it's not just about saving lives on, on, in the streets because you're dying, but it's also giving you an opportunity to save your life, meaning that you have something to do in your life that makes you feel good, like you're doing something, which you really are doing something when you're saving lives, right? You know, it makes you feel good. It does. 
Right? They love that uniform. Oh, man. I give them that uniform, and they earn their badges. You know what? They're the, strutting. I got kids that have been marching up Fifth Avenue with the mayor, with the policy. You know, the Greek yeah. parade, the African-American parade, mm-hmm. every parade that uh, marched in uh, the West Indian Day Parade. Labor Day Parade. Every, every, every parade, you got Save a Life Rescue Squad yeah. marching up and down that avenue. That's it. So it's about time somebody recognizes and says, guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to support their efforts. I'm going to exactly. make some money to you, give. We give to everybody that has money, but we give to nobody that don't have it and wow. doing the right thing. Wow. You know, I don't understand. I don't. So I maybe don't. our audience will get together, rally around, support now kids. They need and to. And give it an alternative. They need to because believe you me, this is a good thing, man. And we've been here, what, 28 years. So if you if that's not a track record for you, okay, of something that actually works, something's wrong. You either can't see, you can't hear, or you're just not paying attention because you don't want to. 28 years, people. And you got to understand that this man has been doing it out of his pocket, okay? Reverse mortgage, baby. Reverse mortgage, taking his pension, okay, to pay for the ambulance corps, to pay for kids in the dust to take Selling lemonade and iced tea. uh, So so they can take the courses because some people can't afford it. But he goes into his pocket, okay, and makes sure that they can take the test, okay? And if you don't have the money... You come and volunteer, he works something out with you, okay? But I need you all to do something. If you're coming, please go to Workforce One, okay? They have a program there that will pay for your schooling, pay for all your equipment for you to be a part and for you to be able to take the EMT test. And we need to talk to these politicians and make them make sure they are on, we are on the list of these programs that sponsor these young people. That's because right. a lot of times we go down there and they sponsor everybody else except, except, us. except us. They sponsor Gus, but not us. <laughs> I like that command. You funny guy. <laughs> hey, Gus, bring me that money. All right, stop playing. But, okay, right about now, what we're about to do, ladies and gentlemen, we got a special guest in the house, okay? This gentleman, we go back over 20 years, okay? That's how long I've known this man. Okay, and for as long as I've known him, he's had such a great heart, okay? And he's here today because he has a story to tell. He ain't going to tell it to you right now, but you're going to listen out because his story is going to be told. What is his name? His name is Tony Chill Mitchell. Well, ain't that guy, ain't that the guy that married that superstar? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you, when you hear about this guy's life and the things that he has done in his life, you're going to be like, wow, how did he do that? I want to do that, okay? He was married, yes, to a superstar from the 80s, okay? Very popular young lady. I'm not going to tell you her name yet, okay? And the way that he met her, okay, that's when you can tell he's a real G, okay? A G, triple G. That's how come I know him, huh? (laughs) All G's stick together, people. You got to understand that, right? You got got the commander, the captain, and chill, okay? I I, I heard about him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He has a great story to tell. 
okay? Talking about somebody that went from zero to hero, and he's still living his story because of hey, obviously he's still alive. Okay, so the story's ongoing. But uh, the beginning part of his story, which will be in a book form soon, and on the big screen soon, you know, when you see this movie or you read this book, you're gonna be amazed, okay? You're gonna want more because it's definitely one of those stories, man, that's gonna either uplift you, make you think about your life, think about the things that you're doing or the things that you wanna do. You understand? And let you know, no matter where you come from or where you at in your life, anything can happen or as they says, magic happens. As long as you believe, baby. That's right, that's right. So, without further ado, I want to introduce to you, you and you, my friend, my homie, and my partner. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Mr. Tony Chill Mitchell of MTW. Get the name. MTW Productions, Inc. Tony, my brother, how you doing, bro? Man, listen, it's a pleasure. It's a blessing. Uh, I give all praises to the almighty that I'm here. It's, a, it's, it's really an honor and a privilege to be here with the commander, you know, and I'm looking forward to establishing a, a long-term relationship. We, we just, just did. did. <laughs> you know, but certainly an honor and a pleasure to be here. And, uh, you know, so yeah, yeah you know, I'm, I'm ready. Well, Tony, I, I want you to just give our listening audience a brief, brief synopsis of, of your life as it is right now. Well, as it is right now, um, you know, we just started up as, uh, you said, um, MTW. MTW, which stands for Mitchell Tracy Wilson Production, Inc., and... Um, you could expect nothing but the best of music, uh, film, entertainment. Um, you know, we we we, we gonna bring it. We gonna bring it hard. You wow! Know, it's gonna be fast and furious, and we are gonna be a formidable entity. Mm -hmm. And we are gonna shake things up. Right. In right. The industry because not enough. There's so much talent, untapped talent out there um, that that needs uh, exposure. Mm hmm. You know, we're going to bring it to the table. We're going to get them the exposure. But even more than that, um, we're going to get Commander the money that he needs. Yes. To take this movement. Yes. Because I'm still in this movement about saving lives. Yes. You know, we're going to get you that money that you need. Because we're going to be, we gonna be, we gonna be tagging um, some of the biggest stars. Once we make our move in the industry, we're going to be tagging some of the biggest stars, starting with Jay-Z. Well, one of the Jay-Z comes from the hood here. Exactly. And I know I have responded many times to his family in the practice, man. As a matter of fact, man, if they would come on board, anytime they have any productions, they should demand that the best EMS in the world be their standby. Why they go in the guts when they got us? Make sure and that gives these young people jobs. So by you joining in with us, you, we will really be able
able to tag these superstars and let them know, don't you dare do a show without the best. You understand? Forget about the best. Absolutely, I really because, appreciate you. No, absolutely, because, you know, um, a, 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 you know, a cat like Jay-Z come from the hood and um, has gotten as far as he's gotten. Um, you know, I look at him at no different than the majors out there. When we put it down, they gonna want a piece of it. Okay, and one of the things that we gonna demand, we not asking, we demanding, right, that a certain amount of money is given to your movement. See, that's great. right, and that's the force that I'm moving with. That's the confidence that I'm moving with. That's the spirit that I'm moving with, because certainly. Just like how I was banging these streets. <laughs> I'm going to be banging, I'm going to be banging some doors and some heads if I have to. Make sure you get that money. Make sure you get that, that financial support. Because this is real talk. Now, Tony, Tony, just, um, just give our audience, a listening audience, uh, a brief, you know, about you, um, where you came from. Where you actually, you know, because you, you, you're from the streets of Brooklyn, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, born and raised. Brooklyn all the way, man. I mean, I've been in many places, like Jigga said, but I'm Brooklyn's own. Hello. You know, Brooklyn, you know, Brooklyn is the blood that runs through my veins. You know, although um, I've been in Harlem for the past 13 years, and, you know, I've done some things in Harlem um, to the point of getting to know certain politicians up there, like Congressman Rangel, uh, Bill Perkins, uh, Keith Wright, um, Inez Dickens, and these people that I'm calling, I mean, I know them on a first-name basis. They know me on a first-name basis. When I go up into the Adam Clayton Powell Jr. State Office building, right, you know, it's like they would like, they think I'm the mayor. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you know? Because I need that kind of influence to say, all of them have heard of Rocky Robinson, but they don't support me financially, and I can't understand that because uh, I I'm really amazed that the Jewish ambulance for gets a half a dollars, and they are in, uh, exclusive. They only deal with their own, whereas the Pepper's Avenue Volunteer Ambulance Corps is multicultural. And it doesn't matter about the color of your skin. This is what was then. We are multicultural when we take in uh, Jews, Muslims, Catholics. It doesn't matter what your religion. All we want to know, are you willing to save lives and change lives? But we need help. You know, I guess I've been so successful with my reverse mortgage that they think that we got funded. Well, hello, we don't, people. It's just that we're there when people need us, so they figure they got to be supportive. No, man, it's just that I grew up in the street and I know how to get that money when I have to. Don't let me have to resort to the old way of getting Nah, we don't want you to do that. That's why you, see, you know, this is one of the things, and this is real talk, all right? Um, you're OG. Okay? And... Like I said, it's an honor and a privilege to be in your presence. Right? Well, it's an honor to be recognized 
by somebody of your stature. Because no, I know I, you, brother. Real, listen, you real, real, talk, real talk, real talk. Generals of your stature, you, you, you draw up the blueprint. And we, and us youngins, we your, we, we your fighters. We the ones that are on the front line. So, so you play your part as the general of this movement, and you draw up the blueprint. Draw up the strategy. Of course, we're gonna put out, we're gonna, you know, put out two cents in it. Right. We feel something ain't right, whatever the case may be. Right. But we're gonna be on that front line. And like I said to you before, I'm making this commitment to you that the first piece of money we get, whether it's from my book, film, or any of the other projects that MTW production take on, right? We breaking you off, off the top. I mean, that's not great. the middle. The top. I hear you. Oh man, that is so great. Uh, let me let me just tell you. I just want my kids, my family, to be able to afford the best. I want to get them their uniforms, their sneakers, their BB cups. This. I want them to change that scope of a rifle to the BB cup, to the stethoscope where they listen for the heartbeat and know how to keep a person alive. And guess what? They love it. If you give them an alternative, they love it, man. I, when I have them saluting, when I have them marching, when I, you know, and then they go on these parades and they're marching up Fifth Avenue and they have a sense of pride, man. That's what everybody needs, man. Everybody is overlooking the people at the bottom. But if you believe in the, bi bottom, the Bible, the bottom shall be the top, and the top gonna be the bottom, and it's happening now. In my lifetime, before I close my eyes, I just wanna see that this ambulance call, these kids don't have to worry about, oh, where I'm gonna get the money for my book? Where I'm gonna get the money for my uh, equipment? You know, I can't afford to go to school. To save lives. To save lives. The only time they want to uh, uh, give me shelter is when they put me in jail. I go to Rikers Island, man, and I tell those guys, when you guys get out of here, I want you to come to the bedside volunteer for, and I will help you. I don't get that. Maybe that's why I'm so stigmatized, because they say, oh, those are bust of drug dealers and, and uh, uh, guys has been in trouble. Yeah, goddamn right. We're the ones that need the help. Give us a second. You know, they well, commander, let me, can our I just kids for broken window crime. Can I just you for a minute because you just struck a nerve in me? Because I was one of those kids on Rackers Island. But I'm not going to get off into details. That's going to be something that's going to be in the book, right? But I do want to say this, right? Society as a whole has every bit to blame for those kids being the way they are, falling through the cracks of the system, being lured into the streets, being recruited by gangs, drug dealers, stick-up crews. No alternative. Right, exactly. And it's, and it's a systemic design for that. But when you look at the glorification of violence through the, the big screen, Hollywood. You know, I, I hear I hear a lot of people cry wolf 
about, you know, hip-hop rappers, this and that and the third. Okay, you know what? I'm a hip-hop baby. And I'm going to die a hip-hop baby. I love hip-hop. Well, I'm the godfather of hip-hop. I'm the godfather of hip-hop, man. Right, right. Back exactly. in the day when nobody knows Speak, Baby Flav, and uh, Grandmaster Zach, and, uh, you know, and Mr. Magic. Pioneer. Hey, man. Pioneer. Pioneer, Pioneer. of hip-hop, man. I used to sit the speakers outside my, uh, my uh, record shop. And, and the people at the bus stop used to miss their buses listening to me uh, doing my hip-hop, you know, back in 1969. You understand? When your mother and daddy was getting down, your grandpa was out there. That goes back with me, man. You understand? But uh, what happened is a lot of times when I have my concerts in the park, kids start getting shot and everything. So I said, hey, man. I got to change this, man, since I'm EMS. I got to start saving lives, man, because, you know, they, they, they started getting a little bit too violent, you know, and I felt like I was the catalyst, you know. So that's how come I went from hip-hop uh, to uh, basically saving lives in the community. I'm not blaming it on hip-hop. I'm blaming it on, like you said, the systemic uh, a desire for violence being glorified all over. It starts with the screen. It starts with the television. It starts with the television. It segues to the big screen. Right? Well, hip-hop artists take a lot of blame for it. Okay? And and the powers, yeah, and the politicians and and the preacher men's and all of them, you know, they they, they approach the hip-hop artists about, you know, talking about violence, glorifying violence and drug business and so forth. But you don't, I don't see you approaching Hollywood. There's a lot of hypocrisy in that. Right. To me. Well, we're going to change all that. MTW production. We're going to be putting out more music, more films that is more uh, conducive to our growth and development as a nation. You know, uh, black people in America. Because I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going back to Africa. I'll visit I'm staying right here, and I'm claiming I'm claiming the inheritance of my ancestors. I hear Because we built this. We built, listen, it's off the back of our ancestors, slavery, that, the, the, that America is the economical force that it is. Right. Absolutely. The only reason why I go. I'm like you. I'm staying all, right here. only reason why I go all over the world, because I'm trying to get the notoriety to bring it back home. If I don't expand, if I have never expanded, I'm here 28 years, and the only way that I finally start getting uh, recognition at the UN, at the assembly and all the places, was when I went to Haiti, when I got contingents in Spain, when I got uh, all over in France, I got uh, contingents, and then people started to pay attention. Ain't that guy from the hood? Hell yeah, I've been in the hood all this time, and now you only recognize me when I go out of the hood. What kind, you know, it's like mind-boggling. You no, know, it man. is mind-boggling. See, here's my thing. Here's, here's my thing. You have a lot of uh, superstar athletes out there. Like, for instance, I just came across something on social media. It could have been Facebook or something or another about Serena Williams. Donating, donating X amount of money to 
building several schools in Kenya and Africa and Jamaica and so on and so forth. But hold on. Where are you from? Because self-preservation is the first law of nature. So where are you from? See, this is what we coming at. This is where we coming at. We're not knocking what she's doing. Right. But charity begins at home. Exactly. Charity begins at home. Right. So before you go overseas to those countries, yo, you give it up right here, your hood, your neighborhood, in America. Oprah was waving my CD up in the goddamn sky when she was doing a story on Jay-Z Palmer right in the next block. I just knew she was going to give me some money. And what she do? <laughs> what Oprah do, man? You know, and, and, and see, this is what I'm saying. So we're going to, listen, uh, listen, man, listen, listen. We, we're going to make we're gonna make a mark in history. And it's not going to depend on Oprah. It's not going to depend on, depend on Bob Johnson. It's not going to depend on none of them individuals that's already made it. It's going to depend on our sheer dedication, commitment, and struggle. Because we, we, in 2016, 2016, information is at the fingertips. Technology has leveled the playing field. It's for the taking. And just like I was taking that money on the streets as a fearless kid, this is what we're going to do. The same approach with the same fearlessness, the same attitude, the same tenaciousness. You got You know, this is how we come in. But they're not going to give it to you. We're going to keep putting it out there. Killing, you know, no project after Okay, so God is, you know, you're a blessing. This man is a blessing. My captain. This man here, when he came in here, the first day he came in here, he seen somebody. He's talking about Tracy. Tracy, baby. John Rocky. He seen a man disrespected me. He only knew me an hour. Nobody else stepped forward. From my kids to my colleagues to people that I was put through school, they all stand back. This man said, no, uh-uh. <laughs> and, and from that day on, I said, that's Rocky. That is Rocky there. That's Rocky too. Tracy, baby, he knows it too, you know. And what has this produced? Produce you. Of the Georgia team. So I know I got a feeling, man. I'm feeling it, man. I know that something's going to happen. No, it is. It is. We're going to get our ambulance rolling, that building over there. And we're going to have these young kids that don't have no leadership. My big thing is I want every kid that ain't got no father, no mother, I want to make sure we train them, man. I want to get them out of the shelter. I want to be their father. I want to be their commander. I come from that stock. Fatherless, dysfunctional household, mother trying to play both parents. Can't, woman can't play the man. Man can't play the woman. Come from that stock. So I know what it's all about, you know. You know I know what it's all about. I know That's what it's about. Hey, listen, I once said, <laughs> prosecutor said, he's not fit to remain in society among law-abiding citizens. As we was picking a jury, it was mentioned a jury of our peers, my peers. I say that 
Them folks can't be a jury of my peers. In order for them to be a jury of my peers, they have to come from the same background as I do. A fatherless, dysfunctional household. <laughs> no doubt. I'm going to end it right there. That's <laughs> what you got to get from the book. Yeah, that's right. Don't forget. MTW Production, Inc. That's the name of the company. Mitchell Tracy Wilson Productions. We're about to bring it to you, people. All right? We're bringing it to you very soon within the next, I'll say the next two years. You're going to really hear about us and the things that we're doing. We're not out here to play games, all right? And we're not out here to, to, to be funny and, you know, and just show show the latest fashion and all of that type of stuff. Skinny jeans. Oh, nah, that ain't happening, okay? You will not see me in skinny jeans. Even if I wasn't, I'm 240 now, which, you know, I'm definitely not Ain't skinny. I'm not skinny. You know, which I know I got to lose about 40 pounds and, you know, remain my health. Um, no but doubt. nah, uh, yeah, you know, we, we're not with the funny the skinny jeans, funny, nah. funny jeans type. But I tell you what we're about to do, we're about to tell some real stories, man. You know, some real stories. Um, me, myself, and um, my boy um, Tracy, you know, we had started uh, doing a webisode series called The Life. And um, from starting to do that, which we were actually starting to talk about Tracy's life, you know, and it ended up of us telling stories of, um, a few people in our neighborhood's lives, okay? And they're not anybody special. They ain't no superstars or none of that stuff, you know? They're not superstars. They're regular people like you and me that have been through drama in their life, but they're still here, okay? And they have a testimony to tell. Everything might not be the greatest, but you know what? They made it through the storm somehow, and they're still here to tell their story. So we're here to help them get their stories out to the mass. All right, so people, please pay attention and support us, okay? Just like you're going to support BSVAC. You're going to support MTW Productions, okay? And right about now, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back with the commander and my man T. Mitchell in the house, all right? And Mr. Tracy, all right? Right here on the Keys 107 Network on Block Talk Radio. What's your name? I said, Miss, I'm chilling. What's your name? I said, Mr. Tracy. Mr. Taking, can I have your hand? Let's dance of what's on your mind. I said, no disrespect, I'm here just for me. But I must have had one too many drinks. Cause next thing you know, it's me on the curb. We out on the floor, no care in the world. I'm just acting on emotion. Someone tell me where's my Myself, this is really too much. How would I look at my 
could see this One argument got me out here cheating I'm the very girl that I tell in love and I can't believe this I'm going out of my mind It's time I duck across the line And I know this can't be right So the chick going real hard I shouldn't do it but I can't stop Temperatures are rising If my baby knows I might be so high I know I shouldn't do it but I can't stop Temperatures are rising so high my baby knew she'd be so high, so high, so high. Am I crazy? Oh, when I so crazy. Do this to my baby. Oh, and so my sleeping. Yeah, I shade it. Oh, now am I supposed to break this to my lady? She's my baby. Oh, oh I never meant to hurt you. That's your boy, Taj Monroe, Block Boys Entertainment, Guilty Innocence, right here on the Keys 107 Network, man. Don't forget his album is called Music for the World over in Europe. It's doing very well. Well, we're about to get back into the convo right here with the commander. Hey, commander, what's up? What's going on, baby boy? And my man, Tony Chill Mitchell. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Yeah, it's going down, man. Look, let's take it back a little bit. Let's go back. Nine, into 1990s, things were kind of rough out here, okay? I was out. Tony, I, I think you you were at Rikers Islands at the time? So, I was on the island, yeah. So just, just give us a little um, brief on what was going on on the island. But before you do that, Commander, you was around in that time. So you can tell us a little bit what you were doing back in the 90s around that time. Well, I felt that we got to start these young men that's locked up and don't got no chance that, you know, all they know is their different colors uh, like the Bloods, the Cribs, the Latin Kings. And what I wanted to do, and I went over there to Rackers Island, and I did something that even the warden and the other guards, the correction officers, they were looking at me like I was crazy because I wanted all of them all the gang bangers from different uh, gangs to come into the same room. 
And when I got in there, I noticed everybody was sitting on their different sides. And I right away said, everybody stand up. Everybody stand up. Now, I want you guys to change places. But don't change places with your homeboy. Change places and hold hands with a blood. If you're a crip, hold hands with a Latin king. Because we are all family. And I want you guys to understand that. And I started teaching them CPR and first aid. And before you know it, even though they were looking at each other funny in the beginning, I think I made an inroad to the point of where even William Bill Shatner invited me to California during the ride. Captain Kirk? And the boys and, uh, and, and girls challenger club the Bloods and the Crips, I did the same thing I did in Rackers Island. So if you give these kids a chance to become family, they'll respond. I don't know how long it lasts, wow. but it lasted while I was there. Wow, that's interesting. You said Captain Kirk beamed y'all up, huh? Captain Kirk uh, <laughs> from Star Trek got me and my boy Joe Perez, gave us $25,000 to go to uh, California because they saw what we did in Rackers. So they said they could do that in, 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 uh, in, County, right? in California. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. And that's what was happening because uh, that's where it started at. Wow. That's what's up, Commander. And, and, and Chill, you, you was on Rikers um, doing some things. I know that you were, you know, getting your entertainment groove on while you were incarcerated. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, like the Commander said, um, you know, uh, Rikers, uh, 1990 at that time, very, I think it was one of the most volatile times uh, in the history of Rikers Island. Uh, and it had nothing to do with, you know, being overcrowded. Um, and, um, yeah, I was, you know, um, I mean, every jail had its own EMS. And you had guys bleeding out, half the face hanging off, um, throats cut. So it was, it, it was, it was, uh, it was a, a savage nomad land, uh, you know, on Rikers Island during that time. Um, the tension was thick amongst uh, the population between gangs and so on and so forth, the Latin kings, the Yetas, the Bloods. It wasn't Crips. Crips wasn't on the island during that time. It was Bloods during that time. And then you had the Muslims. And uh, they all in their own right held their own. to the point that I, you know, I just decided, man, that, um, you know what made me want to bring something to the island that could change things and bring the gangs together, was one day I was watching the news about a young kid who was laying on a sofa in the apartment. Fort Green got struck in the head by a stray bullet. Okay, five, seven years old. Okay, and that—that—that's what really, really, really um, made me decide to do something about the gang violence while I was there, because I felt if I could bring about unity amongst the gangs on 
So I, I, you know, I decided to uh, get a couple of uh, people that I was close to on the inside to open a dialogue with the superintendent of HDM at that time, um, right down the chain to captain of security and so on and so forth. So we was in, we was in, in, in the process of bringing Ralph McDaniel's, uh, Ralph McDaniel's uh, video music box. Yeah, yeah. I made contact with one of his people, uh, a young lady by the name of Cheryl McLeod at that time. Was also bringing in um, a pioneer entertainer um, out of uh, Far Rockaway named SPD. Mm-hmm. And his son mm-hmm. uh, also goes by his name is Spud Sleepy Far Rock. Mm-hmm. And he, he's definitely, um, you know, top contender, indie top contender. Mm-hmm. Uh, his father, Brenner. You know. So, um, yeah, so I was, you know, so that's what I, that was the, that's what I was doing. That's what I was about. So when you were putting on shows, uh, 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 Trying to put on shows at Rikers for the inmates—that's what was going on. To put bring a, about, yeah, to bring to about, bring about a change, to bring about a change, to bring about unity amongst the gangs, man, because it's so valid. So was it working? You know, it's funny that you asked me that because two days before I supposed to met with the warden mm-hmm. at James A. Thomas Center, which is HDM's oldest cell block on the island, first built oldest. Um, shit popped off. When you say shit popped off, what do you mean? Spanish correction officer got brutally beaten up in oh, yeah, the hospital, North facility, mm-hmm. uh, by, by some brothers, and the accusation was that he was a corrupted uh, correction officer. He was gang affiliated, mm-hmm. and he was setting up brothers, you know, with the Latin Kings and the Yetas. Brothers just decided to, you know, to get him mm-hmm. out of commission because. Right. Um, and that sparked uh, the Correctional Benevolence Association, um, you know, to seize the bridge. You know, 300 correctional officers marched on the bridge. Um, the 300 correcting yeah. officers yeah. marched on the bridge. Yeah, they, they shut they, it down. Shut, shut the foot of the bridge down for two days. Was that legal? <laughs> you know what? You know, y- you know what? You know, again, these are the things that we're going to talk about. Although it's public record, but these are just some of the things that I'm going to touch on in my book. Mm. Um, you know, so that's something that you have to really get from the book, okay. whether or not that was that act was legal. Now, unless you want to do your own research, mm-hmm. like I said it, it is public knowledge; it is in the public domain. Mm-hmm. So you can Google it and find out yourself, right? Unless you want to wait until the book come out. Nah, nah, not to give away the book or anything, but that 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 whole situation. Your name was mentioned in that whole situation in the news uh, of the New York Times, huh? And I read it. I read it. I mean, I was beaten an inch away from dying. Wow. And Commander, I really got to say that those guys, those EMS techs knew they shit. Because I was out of here. I don't even supposed to be here. You know, first and foremost, I give all thanks to the Almighty. Y'all know, Allah, you know, however you want to call him. Buddha, whoever you want to call him. Whatever you call him by is only one. Um, but then... Those EMS workers, it was, they weren't prejudiced, man. It's some things that pierces racism and prejudice, and that's one of them. But I want to say something about 
That's a little bit shocking, let me tell you. See, what I've noticed with most of the guys that are not people of color, if they respond to you in that way where they could be heroes, they do it. But if you are not in the limelight, if you're not sensational, they knew that if they saved you, they would look like heroes and good guys. And maybe they are. But let me tell you what I found now. If you're the same person and you beat the hell up, and those guys come into that alley, and ain't no newspaper around, ain't no cameras around, no sensationalism around, your ass will die. And I'm telling you the way it is. I've been in this business for 50 years, and I see the way they react, and this is how come I get very upset. If the glory ain't there, your ass is grass. Mm. And that's why I wow. started this year. Wow. Because I want to be able, whether the cameras are rolling, whether, you know, I could be a hero or anything like that, my job is to save a life whether nobody sees it or not. Mm. Where I don't get no glory and accolades and stars, that's when you know that a person's heart is in the right place. And that's honorable. And, and I'm not telling you nothing that I don't know and I haven't seen. Because I have seen over and over again when the cameras ain't rolling, when the sensationalism ain't there, there's not as much enthusiasm for saving a black life as you might think. Mm. You know what? And that's, and, and you know, let me tell you something. I have to be, that humbles me to say that uh, I was fortunate because just before uh, my beating, uh, there was an individual who actually got drugged from one end of the corridor at the end of Blackwood Street to the Rotunda, which is the area where they hold you at when you're about to go to court. And I'll be honest with you, it's about a football. It's, it's almost a football field length. They whooped him, and he died. And there was no news around. Uh, you know, at that time, uh, you know, so you know, you know, what you just said humbles me, and, 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 it, and, it, and it lets me know how fortunate I was. Very fortunate to survive that beating that I took. Because I was getting into intensive care. I was on my way out. I'll be honest with you. I was on my way out. I, I had an out of body experience. Oh. I had I had an out of body experience, and you. the only thing that I can remember is when one and people are gonna be. It might come across shocking to a lot of blacks for me to say this. Okay, it was at the hands of Black Correctional, the last correctional officer that I actually remember. 
remember a phase of his, his image of who he was. You know, he, he spread my legs over They took all my clothes off and everything, tested off. My testicles were swollen up the size of maybe, you know, they said abnormally swollen. You know, maybe, maybe the size of, 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 of your softball. Okay. And I understand what you're saying. I'm going to tell you something. I have, a, I have a beautiful daughter who's about to graduate high school this January. We're hard road, our own kind. We are. Everybody else. I don't know what it is that makes us feel superior to our brothers once we, the white man, tell us oh, different than them. No, I'm not different than them. They are me and I am them. I don't want to be different than them. Once they get in their head, well, you not like the rest. They go and laugh in your ass behind your back. They can do it different because you're doing their bidding. I do the bidding of God, not the, the bidding of, you know, and I'm not, they call me racist. I tell it like it is. I don't do the bidding, the bidding of I do the business of God. Period. I'm saying it doesn't make a difference to me. You understand? I'm not gonna suck up to you because you light or white. You can forget that, and I'm gonna tell you like it is. And somebody told me that's why you don't get no money. Well, I don't need no money if I got to get this butt, and I know I'm doing the right thing. Or take a and banana up the tailpipe. Integrity or my credibility. Or put a skirt on. I ain't gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? That's what they want all the black, the, all the the, the the black male actors to do in Hollywood. Put a yeah, put a skirt on. You got the skinny jeans on. You got a skirt. The black man, that's what's going on. See, so they can keep the grading up. Okay? Uh, like, like it's been happening for all these years. And we fall for it because, oh no, just do it. It's funny. Ha ha. Yeah, it's comedy. My behind. It ain't funny. You're right. You're behind. It ain't funny. You dig? And I'm not getting off any topic. Okay? I wore a dress. You know when I wore a dress? When I was at my grandma's house, when I was a little kid, and I spent the night, and they had no nightie to put on, and she said, here, put that on. And I'd be like, Grandma, I don't want to wear your dress. She said, boy, you better put that on. And that was it. After that, never, ever, 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 ever would you see me wearing no dress. Butt ball naked. Nah, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that one. Nah, that wasn't happening. Grandma, grandma was going to let that happen. You ain't never had one of my grandma's beating, so... <laughs> you okay. think that correction office will beat you? <laughs> My grandmother know how to throw things, okay? Yeah, you got to understand. <laughs> but anyway, getting back, <laughs> getting back on the subject, you know, 
it's it's very very disheartening. It, it hurts sometimes to hear. That's one of them times I would have, I would have took, definitely took a slave whooping. You know? <laughs> Me too. Well, God bless you, Grandma. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm quite sure she didn't mean no harm, though. Nah, she didn't. Not at all. God bless her soul, man. I thank God because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here right now, you know? She was one of the people that raised me, you know? When Mom was out working, Grandma was the one that let me run the streets, actually. And from by me, when I say run the streets, I don't mean I was running crazy out here, but I got the opportunity to do certain things that put me where I'm at made me who I am. You understand? And that's one thing, too, we got to understand is as I'm a parent now. All right, my daughter's what, eight, 19? Woo, about to be 20 years old and got a mind of her own. Boy, does she have a mind of her own because she ain't trying to hear nothing I'm saying, you know? And that's how it is sometimes as a parent. But I learned there's times when you got to let go and let God. You understand? And that's what I'm doing. I'm letting go and letting God, you know, still praying for her, you know, that she make the right moves because I think everything that I taught her was good that I learned from my peeps. You know what I'm saying? It was good. And if she do what she's been taught, she should be all right. So I should have nothing to worry about. You know what I mean? And all our kids out here today, man, that's running around stray, don't have nobody. They think they don't have, you know, they don't have a father figure, a mother, a big brother. I was big brother. You understand? Out of three boys, four, four boys and a girl. I'm big brother. Okay, when dad was gone, and I'll tell you, because my three brothers, all right, we all have different fathers, okay? So my mom's was that single parent, just like you said, T. Mitchell, just like you said, Commander Rocky. My mom's was my dad, too. She tried to be. But then there came the time when I had to step up, okay, at the age of 17, 16, actually, when I had to join the Army to leave, to go and try to help my mom support, take care of my two brothers, okay? And that was a life-changing situation for me because that's when I learned to really be a man. You understand? When I had to leave home, okay, and had to go out and make a living and send the money back so my family can live. And you know how Don't great... Mommy. What? That made me feel so good. When I talked to my mom's on the phone, she said, you ready to come home? I'm like, no. I'm having a ball out here, Ma. Living. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we need to teach our kids how to live. Okay, some of us are get overprotective of our kids. We don't want them doing this. We don't want them experience life because of the stuff that we've been through. You know what I'm saying? Because of the things that we've been through, we try to we try to block them. And you could attest to this, Commander. We try to block certain things from our kids so they don't have to go through the same things that we go through. But everybody had their own individual life to live. Okay? We God did not make it for us to all live the same life. We all have testimonies. The only way we're going to have these testimonies is if we go through what we go through. Commander wouldn't be here today if he didn't go through what he went through. I wouldn't be talking to him today. I wouldn't be talking to T. Mitchell today if he didn't go through what he went through. And if we didn't have these situations that we could come back and we could tell a young person, even an old person, listen, I did this and this is what happened. Okay? You could do that too. That could happen to you. You know, but you can also do that. Okay, you got a choice, and it's up to you. Make the right choice. Make the right choice. That's all. We all made choices in our lives, and a lot of them wasn't good at times. Okay, and then we get to that age where we realize, you know what? You better start making your life good with God. With God, not with man. With God. 
And when he brings that awareness to you, ain't nothing else you can't do but do what you're supposed to do. Because it's going to be on you for the rest of your life. You could try and run away from it. I've been trying to run away from being a preacher for years. But then I realized I'm a DJ on the radio. I'm a DJ in the club. And I'm preaching. Right. Anywhere you put it. He didn't say I had to be in the church. He didn't say I had to read it out the Bible. I'm reading from the book of Hard Knocks, man. Of life, bro. That's Experience is the best teacher. It's the best teacher, man. You know, so that's why books are made exactly. up. Exactly. So, T. Mitchell, man, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you're a part of my life, bro. I'm so happy the day when you gave me that phone call. Same here. You know, like I told y'all, me and this man, take the mic. We go back so many years, you know, and and you know, we've been an inspiration to each other. You know. Absolutely. And 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 I'm so happy that you decided to really tell your story to the world, and that you actually came to me to help you tell that story. You well, know? you know, hey man, listen, you know, like I said to you before, uh, before I go outside of uh, my immediate circle, um, you know, I'm gonna give the opportunity to the people who were there uh, from day one. Yep. Yep. That's what it is. And we gotta remember that too, people, loyalty. Loyalty. A lot of us forget what loyalty is, okay? Or even how to practice it. Okay, because it's something that you practice. You understand? Loyalty and honesty. You understand? We got to practice. And, you know, and then the other thing is that, you know, everybody everybody don't come from the same stock. True that. I mean, Commander, you know that. Um, you know, everybody don't come from the same stock. I'm just one of those that come from, the, come from that stock, man. I, and I consider myself to be like like a dying breed. Like, you know, like I'm quite sure you feel the same, same way, right, Commander? man because uh, I don't meet many real people anymore. That's unfortunate man. And what I do I cherish them man. That's why I'm so happy to meet you and uh, Captain and Tracy man because uh, they've been lacking in my life. And you know like what I've been through with my immediate family I don't really like to talk about it. You know because it's so heartbreaking, you know. Uh, you know that phrase, you can lead a horse to water, you can't make him drink. Can't make him drink. You know what I mean? I'm trying to give them something so they don't have to go through with what I went through. Mm. But they're refusing it. So it hurts me because I know that they're not going to be the recipient of everything that I've done all the good my life. Mm. All they're going to do is just but they're going to continue to benefit benefit from your legacy because we're your extended family, Pete. We're your extended family. I believe We're that. your extended family, and we're going to make sure that your legacy continues. But let me just tell you something. I want my flowers while I'm alive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I know that my legacy is going to live. But I would love to smell my roses while I'm still here, man. I know I'm going to have crowds all over, politicians, family, everybody. But, you know, when I'm laying in this bed at night alone, when I have to get up, get my crutches, and struggle to the bathroom alone, when I have to get up in the morning, 
try to fix my breakfast. I don't want no damn old folk home. But if I had a father like me, I'm not bragging. I would be right there for him, man. The only reason why my kids don't, none of them want to live with me, they run away from me, because I want them to do the right thing. And the right thing ain't serving me. The right thing is don't do drugs, don't do alcohol. You remember the story of uh, Moses, was it no, Noah? Noah in the ark. Okay, you remember God spoke to him, right? told him that one of his sons was going to be one of those who lag behind. This is, this is Noah, the prophet Noah. God told him, says, your son is not amongst the believers. He's going to be one of those who lag behind and be amongst the unbelievers. And, and in fact, I even believe that in the scripture it says that God told him, don't, don't pray to me. That's deep. But did that stop Noah? So I look at you, Commander, like you're Noah. I'm in the presence of that spirit that dwelt in Noah at the time. Don't worry about it. We got you. God got you. We got you. And if your biological don't fall in formation, like Beyonce say, formation, we going to fall in formation in this seed. Because they your blood don't make them your family. Unfortunately, that is so true. Right, so I had to just drop the, the story of no on you. I appreciate that. But, you know, when the rubber hits the road, you know it came out of you. Wow. Life, people. That's what we're talking about here. Right here on the Keys 107 Network on Block Talk Radio. Don't forget, check us out on the Keys107Network.com. That's the website. Also on Facebook, the Keys 107 Network. That's our fan page. All right? And our group page on Facebook. Don't forget, also on YouTube, you can check us out at Hood Richish. Hood Richish. All right, that is the YouTube site where you can definitely, you know, see what's going on with BSBAC. Okay, Bedford Stuyvesant Volunteer Ambulance Corps, founded by Commander Rocky Robinson, my partner right here in this crime that we commit right now on this radio. Okay, yeah, yeah, we gangsters today. We gangsters today. For sure. We gangsters for a good cause, okay? For sure. Okay, we're gangsters to help people to live. Understand that. Teach you how to live. Because a lot of us are in, we're in our own prison in our minds. Sometimes we lock our own selves up. And it takes us a while to get out. Okay? I want everybody to break out. This is a breakout. Y'all breaking out. You know, hey, it reminds me of what what Jigger, what what he what he said in one of his, his songs, you know, um, you know, in prison minus the bars, minus the bars. You get that? Did y'all really get that? 
A lot of us are living in that prison, okay? You don't need bars to be in prison, okay? Understand that. You could be in prison in your own house. I got people that's in their house that has not left their house in years. Believe that. I almost became one of those people that got depressed and, 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 and looking out the window and watching everybody go to work, and I'm watching them, and I'm scared. I don't want to go outside. And why was I scared? Because I saw one of my friends get killed, okay? And it shook me up. You know why? Because I was so far away from the incident, but yet somebody ran up on me in that gas station. It was like, yo, you know so-and-so? Yeah, he just got killed, man. And I'm like, yo, how you know me? So when you think people not watching you, they watching you. All right? So you got to make sure that all your actions and everything that you do is righteous. Yeah, because the law of karma is real. Definitely. Definitely. You know, I've seen so many things where I'm, I'm surprised that I'm here. But God has me here for a reason, okay? I've had my faith with death, okay? I've had my heart attacks and all of that kind of stuff. And God brought me back and told me, listen, nah, you ain't going nowhere, bro. I got something for you to do, okay? I made a deal with God back around 9-11 when my mom was missing, okay? For a whole week, my mom was missing, yo. That's the most painful week I ever had in my life, okay? And I told God, I said, yo, God, if you bring my mom's back, whatever you want me to do, I will do. You understand? People, I'm doing it right now. I'm talking to you on the radio right now. I'm bringing you Commander Rocky Robinson of BSVAC right now. Okay, I'm bringing you Chill Mitchell right now. Okay, because God said to bring it right now. Now is the time, people. Get out of yourself and get into yourself. Okay? This is your man, J.R. Strong. I'm here with Commander Rocky Robinson, my partner. Okay? I'm here with my peeps, Tony Chill Mitchell, my partner. I'm here with my man, Mr. Tracy, my partner. Understand it. We are partners, people. And that's what y'all need to learn how to do to become partners with one another. Stop fighting one another. You understand? Stay loyal. Stay loyal to one another, man, so we can make things work for ourselves. Ain't nobody else going to do it for us. Right. We can ask all we want to for money and all that. of that, but they will look at us and go, ha yeah, I'm going to give you that. And then you never see them because we have to do it for ourselves, people. Whatever you want in life, you got to work hard for it. What? Look at Commander Robinson. You think it was easy for him? Huh? You think it's easy for him to run this organization for all these years? For all these years. And you know what I see? I see us going to award ceremonies and everybody's patting him on the back. Oh, Rocky, you did such a great job. Oh, Rocky, you did so wonderful. Oh, you're helping our kids. But ain't near one of them helping him. Ain't nobody. Well, you know, here's the thing, though, JR. You know, like I said, you know, we're going to lead by example. And, you know, saying uh, we're going to let the action, we're going to let our actions speak, take the lead. And, um, you know, people going to fall in line because what I realize, what I realize is this. What I realize is this. You know, the ones of them that made their pact with the devil, you stay on that side. Yeah. Yeah. Because right? we made our pact with God. Yes, sir. We're going to stay on this side. Yep. So but when you split the screen down the middle, yeah. you got two sides. Which side you want? Exactly. That's what it falls down to, man. And I want to be like on the I right said, side. Exactly. And, Commander... You know, your movement, we're going we, we gonna to fund your movement. Don't worry about it. You, 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 
you're gonna you're gonna have more than enough. All right, you're gonna have more than enough. All right, you know, God got this. Commander, I'm on, I'm on God's side. Commander, before we leave, before we leave, I just want you to give out the phone number, okay? The phone number and the address of BSVAC. So anyone that either wants to become a member or they want to support, remember, support us and donate something to this cause. I need everybody to take out their crown and put this down. First, I want you to go to my website and look at B as in boy, S as in staff, V as in Victor, A as in Apple, C as in Charlie, dot org. Then I want you to take our telephone number, 718-453-4617, and show your support. And send me your kids. Send me your relatives. Send me yourself. But send us something that we could keep funding this program for these young kids who need help. Yes. And we are family. Yes. And family stick together. All the time, man. And Thank we, you for your support. Man, and Tony Mitchell, Tony Chill Mitchell. Brother, I want to thank you so much for coming through today. It's been my pleasure. This is not going to be the last time. I know that's right. You know, we got a whole lot to let these people know. Looking forward to it. You know, the project coming up, you know, uh, soon. Uh, MTW Productions is doing it right now. Uh, The name is subject. We we don't have a name for it yet. Well, you know, that's the whole thing. I mean, you know, came up with a couple of titles. But, I mean, I just want to get the book done. Sometimes you got to the work got to get. Yeah, let me let me send a shout out. I want to send a shout out to Mr. Isaac. What's yeah. Isaac's last name? Uh, Charles, Charles Isaac Ferguson. Charles Isaac Ferguson, who's uh, the writer, the lead writer, yeah, lead writer on this project. Also, I want to send a shout out to Mr. Adrian Buckmaster. Adrian Buckmaster, who who is the director of photography right now, and also I want to send a shout out to my man, okay, who just had his debut. Of one of his movies that he wrote with Mr. Danny Glover. Okay, and if you want to check it out, it's up on social networks right now. Okay, his name is Mr. Henry Mitchell. Yeah, that's on IMDb. Yep. Netflix, but IMDb got the information. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. You know, he just did a movie. He's on on this project as a writer also. And plus, there's going to be a whole lot of that's other. That's my big brother. Definitely. He, there's going to be a whole <laughs> lot of. I throw that out there, man. A whole lot of other people getting involved. I want to send a shout out to our brother, Jay Daniels. Block, no, that's my little brother. You know, Block Boys <laughs> Entertainment. Our little brother. Our little brother. <laughs> producer extraordinaire. Yeah, mogul in the music industry. Believe yeah. that. And we all, we all on the come up, people. All on the come up. We all started together. And you know what? We still together, people. Over 20 years. That's right. And we're still together. Still here, man. Family. Still here. Who are we? Family. Family. Believe that, man. So once again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This is JR. JR Strong. Right here on the Keys 107 Network. You can check us out. All of our episodes are up on the website. If you can't check us out on, on, on the Keys107Network.com, you can check us out on iTunes. Yeah, we on iTunes, okay? And we're out here, man. Please, let us know what you think about what we're doing. Send us a line, okay? The next show that we have, we're going to be actually out on tour on the road with Commander. 
Well, we're going to be in either in the bus or we're going to be in his his vehicle, and we're going to be showing you what's going down in the hood. We're going to go out on the calls so you people can actually really see what we do and, and, and know that it's not a joke, people. You know? If you see what really goes on in the hood, yeah. you're going to be shocked. You be and shocked. And we're going to film it all. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. We we're going to do a realistic, <laughs> real... Real. Reality show. Exactly. You haven't seen reality till you see us in the hood. That's right. You know. That's right. Doing That's good. That's right. That is heroes right. from the hood. That's right. We doing it. I want to send a shout out to my Keys 107 Network family, Miss Rafika and Mr. James. I want to thank you for this opportunity of let me be a producer and to have my own show. Wow. God is good, ain't he? Ain't he? You know, and, and giving us this opportunity to talk to you people, man. God bless each and every one of y'all, and we'll see you on the next episode of HRM with Commander Rocky Robinson and J.R. Strong. Captain, don't forget it, all right? <laughs> Peace. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.